Coming up on this week's episode of Dad's Own Film. The local labour club's doing a fire a bomb. <laughs> they're doing a bommy. A bommy and fireworks. <laughs> you know, that's not done properly. First of all, this film looks absolutely f***ing beautiful. Oh. All these these little drones, this swarm, just emerged from be- in the distance from, be- from behind. Just started attacking people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we do this? 20 past nine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Campo Viejo. Nice. Uh, that was me last week. I've, I'm on a Gavi de Gavi. Oh, you like uh, the Gavi, don't you? Yeah. I love the Gavi. Uh, you left yeah. a bottle of that, well, a bit of that at my house, and we drank it <laughs> after you'd left ours after. You are welcome. Yes, thank you kindly. Yeah. How the hell, how the devil are you, Gregory? Well, thanks. I feel like I've not seen you in some time. In well, it's been a week, hasn't it? It's been a week. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> oh, uh, oh well. In fact, oh, yeah, it's no, actually, it's been week. less. It was it's Thursday. Less... <laughs> well, you know, that's what that's what that's what happens when I don't see you for five days. It feels like forever. <laughs> Good. It does feel like forever. Yeah, you've been well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Kids ill, as always. Okay. We were at Beth and Jamie's on um, uh, Sunday afternoon for a, a lovely roast, and uh, Zach was um, like great playing with their their son uh, Jude. And then at four, half past four, he just suddenly just sort of like shriveled up a little bit, went really hot, and then threw up. And we were just like, "Oh God, here we go!" Fell asleep in the car on the way home. Woke up and I was absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with mm. him. And then exactly the same time yesterday, half past four, the same thing happened. He was oh. absolutely fine all day and then just got hot, threw up, and oh. then was fine again. It's really weird. He's thrown up tonight, but I think that that's a food thing. But, uh, yeah, really strange. Yeah. But other than that, well, we're good. <laughs> cool. Did he make it to any uh, fireworks, anything like that? No. No, so here's what happened. We um, we were going to go to this. Well, we considered this sort of fireworks thing uh, with my with my sisters. Um, but like, the weather was a bit naff, and we were a bit tired. So we're like, okay, maybe what we'll do then um, is we've got like a panoramic roof on the car. So we're like, why don't we all like, get the kids like a a Mackie's or something like that? Great parents. Mm. Um, and why don't and we'll get Pablo the dog in the car as well? And why don't we go and drive out to like um like towards like Bolton way there's like where it gets a bit hilly and maybe we can like park up and we can like watch the fireworks from the car so we're like yeah, yeah okay we'll do that and we were out all day we went like um to like a big inflatable place we went and did like a mm. big shop and all that sort of stuff got home what yeah it's fine can she watch I'm a celeb without me yes that's fine um <laughs> <laughs> and, and um we got home and we were knackered and then Mark texted and was like, are you in? We're at Sam's, his brother lives around the corner. He was like, can we just pop over? And this was about half past four and we were like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> beers, beers started flowing. I was like, do you want to stay for tea? And they were like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, do you want to take away? <laughs> so me and Mark conveniently went and picked the curry up and had a pint, <laughs> had nice. a pint in the Indian. And then, yeah, so that, that we, you know, we're like, oh, too busy to, um, yeah. Silly you know, go to a fireworks display, yeah. Cool. And I don't oh. like them. It's re- it's a silly concept. But there you go. Um, how about you? How was Alton Towers? It, I mean, not. It was immense. Their fireworks mm. just in it. And we walked away. I said to Jane, "Well, that's fireworks ruined for me now because nothing, <laughs> nothing is going to be as good as that." It was amazing. All right, don't don't get me wrong. When it's done well and like professionally, yeah. Um, yeah. and I don't mean like the local labour clubs doing a fire a bombing. They're doing a bombing. <laughs> I've only in fireworks. <laughs> you know, that's not done properly. Like we went, we were at Disney for New Year a few years mm. ago and like that was a fireworks display. That was yeah. like incredible. So I get I get what you mean by that, but uh, Yeah. Yeah. No. No. We had a we had a we had a, we had an amazing time. I went down and they had a they had a full like they had the drone show and the countdown. They had like mm. live music on and stuff like that. And then it was like this laser and fire. Well, that's about twenty five minutes. But like every section of it was themed around one of the rides, and it was like yeah. it was really well. Really, it was like a proper good show. But when they did the, so the drones, if you imagine like you know Alton Towers, you know if you sat on the lawn 
uh, or you stood on the lawn, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. facing facing towards the building, facing towards the towers. It all yeah. went like pitch pitch black, and then all these these little drones, this swarm, just emerged from be- in the distance from be- from behind. Just started attacking people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but from like came up Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, came up from behind the towers and then sort of like just raised this swarm and then started making its way to what like across towards nice. everyone and then started doing like all different forming into different patterns and shapes and words and stuff like that. Was, there, just, was there any split second where you were like, hmm, has AI taken control <laughs> and, and we're all yeah. doomed? Yeah. Well, it is made, well, it is obviously, it's like clever into it because it's all pre-programmed. So it is it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. sort of element of it. Like, yeah, God. Um, so no, that was, that, that was dead good. Uh, we went on a couple of rides. We were there as well. And uh, it was just well-organized, just like an amazing, mm. really well-organized event like uh, as a whole. Uh, Lovely. Yeah, Saturday you went out in Leeds. Uh, with oh yeah, how was uh, the light? The lightning seeds, you know. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I went out with my brother and um, Will and Jerry, a couple of mates. Uh, went out for a few beers before. Went um, to Brunel Social Club up there. That was good. And mm. um, then went uh, went to the gig. And yeah, lightning seeds. Badly drawn boy supported. We were easily mm. the youngest ones there. We were the youngest there by like <laughs> ten years. And nice. uh, yeah, then uh, went out for a couple more drinks. Then got some dirty kebabs back at Will's and stayed up to like mm. you know, two, three a.m. watching like Arctic, Arctic Monkeys, Jules Holland. Did you watch that? Oh uh, yeah, I saw some of it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it was, it's <laughs> so I can watch that. <laughs> oh no, it was f- amazing. Oh, it's too late. It for it. I can't stay up. I literally can't stay up past one, a two, a one, two, three, four. I'm Dave, and I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. Nice. I do love those nights. So we've had a few of them, haven't we? Where like we stumble back from you know, vault or something. Is vault still open in books? Oh, yeah. Is that still a oh, thing? Yeah. And then no. drink some weird spirits and, I don't know, watch Arctic Monkeys yeah. at Glastonbury or something yeah. like that. Just excuse me whilst I munch on my Kit Kat Junkie. Weird. Goes very well with the Gavi de Gavi. Nice. Me and Max did that a few weeks ago. We got a little bit drunk, a little bit tipsy on a Friday night, ended up staying up till about one, and we found ourselves, like, watching... Random Glastonbury performances. So, like one of them was, and this tells you we like we drank quite a lot. We were watching Crowded House doing "Don't <laughs> Dream It's Over," just like getting a bit oh, emotional. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful, good, good stuff, good stuff. Jack's message us, Greg. He said, "I watched Ford versus Ferrari slash Le Mans '66 on Disney Plus. Enjoyed pretty much everything about it. Christian Bale is such a versatile actor; he's unreal." Matt Damon is always always a joy to watch too. The story is so interesting as well. I don't even think it's exaggerated. Something tells me that those races were really that mental. The best thing about it, I don't even think you have to be into cars or racing to enjoy it, which is probably the biggest compliment you can give it. Gave it a solid four out of five on Letterboxd. You said that, didn't you, when we watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari? That, like, you know, racing doesn't, you know, you're not interested in racing whatsoever. No. Um, but you were thoroughly, thoroughly engaged. I, I, I actually quite like Formula One. I've not followed it properly for a couple of years, but um, still, what a film. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. I'm very brilliant. excited to see what a... Um, oh, bugger me. Who's the director? His You're name? thinking of James Mangold. James Mangold. Love James Mangold. Directed Walk the Line, directed Logan, done loads and loads of good films, um, and he's doing the new Indiana Jones. So I'm excited to see what... He does with that one, Gregory. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Lever has also messaged very short and sweet. He said, just watched See How They Run on Disney Plus. Was hoping for better. Well, it's funny you say that, Matthew. I also watched See How They Run, available now on Disney Plus. Um, 
Yeah, and I completely agree. It was very stale. Let's just put it that oh, way. Really? Um, oh, yeah. It's a shame because, I, yeah, it looked really cool. It's like this kind of like who done it, murder mystery, really good sort of uh, British and you know an American cast. You've got um, who've we got in there? We've got Sam Rockwell. We've got Saoirse Ronan. Ruth Wilson's in there. Uh, Reece Shearsmith's in there. Uh, David Ollie. Mm. <laughs> Oh, yellow, whoa. I can never say his name. Oh, yellow, whoa. Adrian Brody being Adrian Brody and marvelous as ever. Uh, Tim Key's in there as well, which is, is quite funny. Um, but it's just fine. It's a shame, really. It kind of mm. it kind of wanted to be this fun, quirky little whodunit, much like um, Knives Out. But it, I don't know. There was something about it. It just sort of fell short a little bit. Yeah. Shame. Yeah, absolutely. There you yeah. go. Hmm. <laughs> All right, then. Have you got a question for me, Gregory? <laughs> I have, David. I've edit that to make that sound a little bit less like I've lost my mind, but I literally have lost my mind. I'm not feeling all that with it this week, to be honest with you. Oh, dear. So, David, I better ask you what on earth is going on on a season four, episode 25 of Dads on Film. Go. Is it 26? Okay, it's 26. 26. <laughs> okay, cool. thank you, that music. Well, up next, we're going to get aboard last week's movie train, which was Memento. Then we've got very little film news. Literally, two stories. It's fine. Um, after that, we are going to talk uh, about the latest big budget remake on uh, Netflix, which is all quite on the Western front. Then I'm going to give you a little bit of info about another Netflix sequel, uh, sequel? another Netflix film re- released uh, this week, and Ella Holmes too. Then we're going to get back on that move chain, see what is on the box, and uh, wrap this baby up. Shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a breath. <sighs> we're diving in. What the, what the hell did I do on Friday? I, literally, <laughs> I hate that. I'm just like racking my brain like, something happened on Friday, I feel like it did. And I can't for the life of me think what it might have been. Maybe literally nothing, but I, I don't know. So, mm. that, that I always find if if I'm struggling to remember, it was probably just add a glass of wine and watch some crap TV. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was probably that or something <laughs> like that. And I usually go back to looking at like um, phone conversations with my wife, um, like on WhatsApp. I fell asleep. Watching another ah, films. I was messaging what, you, so I think I yeah. know what we did. We we um we just had a really nice. We started doing this, and it's we've. I've said this before. Like now, Jane's like got weekends the same as me. Mm. Like we both share that Friday evening feeling together quite yeah. often, and she also finishes a bit early on a Friday. So sometimes we just make a real point of like she gets in, we'll have a glass of wine. We'll cook food mm. together. So we made like a really, really nice butter chicken curry, naan breads, Ooh, mango yeah, chutney. Yeah. Oh, we got I got poppadoms mm. and everything like that. Just like yeah. just did the works. Um and it was just like just had a nice cozy night in, just having a nice curry. It was dead good. So yeah. Lovely. We try and make a point of like because we're so like we're so tired just because of mm. the children. We like stay. We we just we hardly ever go downstairs. You know, in the evenings, we'll just like yeah. stay in our bedroom, watch something on the iPad because we don't have a TV in there yet. But mm. we really we try and make a point of at least maybe like Friday night and a Saturday or a Friday and a Sunday, going yeah. downstairs and trying to actually mm. like be grown ups. You know, and I mean, yeah. I mean, be grown ups, have a glass of wine, and watch watch a film or something like that. Yeah. But it's. Uh, it's tough. It's tough yeah, actually yeah. getting the willpower to do it, but uh, never mind. There you go. Um, cool. Right then. So here we are. Um, last week, we left the King's Speech Station, taking the uh, Guy Pierce line, there we are, all yes. the way down to 2000's wonderfully directed uh, crime thriller, I suppose, Christopher Nolan directed uh, Memento, which we... we we said last week, we spoke about in the past when we did our Christopher Nolan week, um, but we just sort of touched on Memento because it was, you know, it's his second feature film. It came very early in his career. Uh, but wow, what a way to sort of make your mark on on uh, Hollywood. Yes. Gregory, what do you think about that? Yes. Yeah, do you want to tell yeah, us a yeah. little bit about Memento? Okay, so Guy play, Pierce plays Leonard, who is, um, he's trying to track down uh, a man who... Uh, 
murdered his wife and raped his wife. Um, he's got this weird form of memory loss um, where you know he he can't he can recall details of life before he had this um, accident, but um, mm. not afterwards. And he has to do certain things to sort of help him remember things. But that lends itself quite nicely to the way the film is structured in a very clever non-linear. Uh, way so um, he can't remember what happened sort of 15 minutes ago he can't remember sort of where he's going or why um, and it it starts off with this um, fantastic scene that kind of sets you up for the whole sort of tone of the film whereby there's um, a, a polaroid picture of a man who's sort of face down and seemingly been shot mm. and um, he's and uh, he's holding this polaroid picture but then he shakes the polaroid picture and he keeps shaking it, but as he's shaking it, the picture's fading away. So you sort of realise yeah. that it's going like backwards, and then the, mm. the Polaroid goes back into the camera and up into the camera, and then and then he sort of shoots the man after that, which is really cool, yeah. nice little setup. Um, it's a pretty unique <laughs> film. Uh, it's very Chris Nolan, um, and uh, you know, it, like I said last week, it feeds a lot into um, a lot of his later films, particularly I think uh, Tenet. And I think he was, you know, yes. he's always been playing around with this idea of time. Even in something as, even like Dunkirk, he plays yeah. around with the idea of time because he has these three, I think, timelines that are all on mm-hmm. very different um, scales, if you like. So yeah. one's like over 24 hours, the another one is over mm-hmm. like four hours, and the other one is over yeah. like an, an hour or whatever. Um, yeah. And they all sort of converge together in a really clever way. Uh, he's always he's always been obsessed with this idea of time, mm. and um, yeah, it's and it's still to this day. This film is like you know quite unique in the in the way it's made. What do you think of yeah. Memento? I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. I've got this distinct memory of the trailer for Memento, and it was on. Kev had um, we, we, he had Scream. On on the VHS, right? Uh, and I think Scream's Miramax. I'm pretty sure Memento's Miramax. So obviously, before Scream comes on, it's got a lot of other Miramax trailers. And I always remember the trailer for this because it was like, so the guy tattoos stuff on him, but and the trailer obviously doesn't sort of can't really sort of um, explain the the non linear narrative. But it's like yeah. he doesn't remember things. And I just I have this vivid picture of Guy Pierce with the tattoos on himself and. Um, and I'm just yeah. always being fascinated. But it was a good few years before I actually properly sat down and watched it and got it. Do you know what I mean? Sure, and it's yeah. one of those films, t- typical Nolan, much alike Tenet, much like Inception, that needs a second viewing, maybe a third viewing to really understand, well, where does this fit yeah. um, in the time in the timeline? Uh, wh- what is the start of the film? What is the end of the film? It kind of helps you with that because the, the air quotes flashbacks are in black and white. But actually, are they flashbacks? Well, yeah, to a certain extent. But if you were to actually rearrange it, it's they're not flashbacks. It's the beginning of the film. Yeah. It starts at the end. Ah, oh, it's you know, uh, it, mm. it's like a, it's like that episode of Red Dwarf where Lister's trying to explain <laughs> that he was he's his own dad, and every yes. time he explains it to the camera, the camera just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's like my brain trying to explain Memento, but it's so smart. It's a real good sort of little noir-y, really, and you know, you think about it, it's a real low-key film as well. There's only mm. about five characters in the entire thing, really, sure. you yeah, know, yeah. That, that are worth sort of like um, any screen time, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. Amazing film. Fantastic. I don't think there's much more to say about Memento, to be honest. Would you say then, Gregory, that Memento, Christopher Nolan's wonderful, wonderful Memento, is Dunkirk or (laughs) Men at Work, which is two garbage men uncover a conspiracy involving illegal toxic waste dumping and decide to bring the whole operation down. More importantly, it stars brothers Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. So that's Dunkirk or Men at Work. I am going to go for uh, Dunkirk, please, David. That's surprising. Okay, yeah. I agree. Where can we see Memento, Gregory? Uh, we can see Memento. I think it's on Netflix. I think I watched it. So, mm. Yes, Belting. Um, we um, <laughs> when he said Men at Work, I was I was expecting like um, a Colin Hay biopic or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, he yeah. um, he toured in like Ringo Starr's. Ringo Starr did like this like all star band um, tour like the past few years, and he was like the guitarist and backing singer in it. Pretty cool. Day Pretty after cool. day, it reappears. Day after day. Night after night. <laughs> the thing is, the original is so cheesy and so like purely 80s with like the sexy sax yeah. in it or oh, the scrubs version is amazing. it might be like it might be like a clarinet or something <laughs> like that. but yeah, yeah the uh, the acoustic colin hay version is pretty special as well as um a lot of his other wonderful wonderful songs anyway memento great This is the news. What's happening in the news this week, David? Particularly in the film Not a sense. lot. Okay. <laughs> Not a lot. Yeah, yeah. We'll just talk about the film sense. Maybe a little bit of TV. Let's see. Um, okay, first one. We got the f- first full trailer for Glass Onion, so the, the uh, Knives Out sequel. Mm. Um, looks really, really fun. We've had sort of teasers before, but this was like a full-on um, trailer. What I like about it is... Um, it, it's like your typical Murder, She Wrote type thing. You know, like um, Murder, She... What was Angela Lansbury's character called in Murder, She Wrote? Was it like... Murder, She Wrote. Jessica. Murder, Jessica She Wrote. So, yeah, it reminds me of, like, Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury's, like, character Jessica always got invited to these, like, these parties or these, like, mm. you know... It was always an old friend who, like, you know, in the years and years... You know, 264 episodes of Murder, She Wrote you know going over like 12 years or something uh, we'd never seen any of these characters before but apparently they were really really old friends of jessica's who we've you know she's never mentioned before um but anyway but it, it's like that so in this case it's it's not benoit blank isn't isn't called to solve the murder he's 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 invited to this party on this island and um edward Nort it's edward Nort's party and they're gonna have a murder mystery uh, right. but okay. During the murder mystery, someone is killed, of course, and then obviously he's got to solve it. But I like the I like the little twist on it. We've seen it all before, but um, I'm really excited about it. But I'm sure we haven't. Few... Like I'm sh- like you just know. Oh, of course, hoping... of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first few reviews of, of, of like you know um, sort of screeners and things like that have been released, and people saying yeah, it's 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 pretty oh, special, which oh, is great, good. which is a relief. So, um, so yes, yeah, so that's it, really Is cool. it doing the, is it doing the theatrical release like a week before the Netflix release? Is it or something like that? I think so. I think it's coming to cinemas, uh, I think fairly soon. And then I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like Netflix over, or maybe over Christmas, which would be, that'd be a nice little Christmas, you know, yeah. treat, I suppose. Lovely, lovely. Um, the other bit of news, we got the first teaser trailer for The Whale. So this was the Darren Aronofsky-directed oh. um, uh, uh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser, Fraser. Uh, Sadie Sink starring. Um, yeah, and even in the sort of one-minute teaser, we see we only see like maybe two or three clips of Brendan Fraser. And yeah, I, I, it's, I, it's hard to, you know, you kind of don't want to jump on this bandwagon because we've not seen the film. Yeah, yeah, but even yeah. in those three sh- really short clips, I'm like, wow, that is, yeah, oh, cool. Oh, it's a nice. great, it's a pretty great performance. <laughs> just in those oh, like 10 nice. seconds, he's wearing a lot of prosthetics because he plays like a really overweight guy. Um, yeah, but it looks, it looks pretty special. So, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited for that one. It's gonna oh, be great. Cool. Um, yeah, boy, let me just see if there was anything else that I missed. Daniel Kaluuya is voicing one of the new Spider-Men in uh, Across the Spider-Verse. He's, he's voicing oh, cool. Spider-Punk, uh, which is pretty cool, joining that, you know, that good fun cast. Um, that's about it, really. Not, not actually tons wow. of important film news, but there you are. Excellent. What Short will sweet. happen is just before we, just after you yeah. edit it tomorrow, something huge will happen. So, mm. I mean, I'm let's to just record uh, sat on the toilet yeah. or something as yeah. we've done before. <laughs> Released on Netflix earlier this month or end of last month uh, is the maybe third remake that we've had, or second remake, or third mm. installment. You know, in in, in uh, our third retelling of the classic story classic novel 
of All Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. I didn't know much about this. I think no. a few, good few years ago, it was rumored that Daniel Radcliffe was going to star in this film, and he was going to, and it was going to be in English because one of the, you know, I, I think actually a few of the. Maybe the, the 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 other two versions of the film have been in the English language, which kind of okay. defeats the point of the film. Mm. Um, but yeah, the rumor was Daniel Radcliffe was going to play the main character um, of Paul, um, but don't really know what happened. But I think doing this film, how they have done this film, is the correct way to do it. If that makes sure. sense. Yeah, um, so, real real quick sort of summary of, of the film, and then we'll kind of get into our thoughts on it. So basically, it's a young German soldier's terrifying experiences and distress on the Western Front during World War One, and it's kind of like the, the the final you know few months or final like year or so of, of world war one um so we're seeing it firsthand and you know these new recruits joining the german army um all sort of excited and proud and then basically showing their um what's the word i'm looking for their sort of naivety. journey into yeah naivety but then their sort of journey and their 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 sort of um the realization that actually it's it's hell <laughs> let's kind of put it that way um yeah. don't really know what i, what I wanted to say then but there you are um yeah whilst we're sort of seeing the trench air quote the trench air quotes warfare because there's not tons of warfare in it but when it is it's it's pretty you know, pretty harrowing stuff. We're also seeing the other side and it's the sort of um, the political leaders of the sort of newer German parties um, um, meeting with sort of allied forces to sign, you know, the, an armistice, essentially armistice. That makes sense? That right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not into war films, but it's, I'm not normally into war, war films. They're not my, it's not my kind of thing. But the ones that are done really, really well, like, you know, Saving Private Ryan, for example, um, mm. and, uh, you know, even like, things like Dunker, that sort of thing, um, I, I really like if they've done if they've done a bit that's sort of not exploitative, exploitative and uh, just yeah. have, have something else special to tell. Uh, and this is one yeah. of those films. And it's, I mean, for me, I don't think I've ever seen a film about uh, the First World War from the perspective of the Germans. Uh, it's no. very much an anti-war film, but it's mm. sensationally done because uh, what you see at the start is you see these huge losses that the German uh, forces um, are facing uh, in, in this opening scene, and then their their uniforms literally be, of the of the dead soldiers literally being recycled. So mm. when Paul and his schoolmates are that you know they're completely conned really for want of a better yeah. way, of saying, way of saying it. In terms of, you know, they're going to be heroic and, you know, and they're convinced that they're doing so well and they're doing such a fantastic thing and it's and they're going to be heroes and uh, there's loads of energy to it and they're marching towards, oh, they pick up the uniforms and one of them has still got a label on it from a dead soldier, but they don't yeah. realise it's a dead soldier and it's quite, you know, you as the viewer, you're sort of in on it, in on, in on the dark mm. secret and that's quite sort yeah. of an uncomfortable position from from the viewer, sort of being in on the dark secret of the whole um, war and then they're marching towards the, um, the Western Front, singing songs and they're all sort of joyful mm. having no idea what they're about to face but first of all this film looks absolutely f- beautiful oh. the way it's shot the, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. such beautiful photography but genuinely it is <laughs> stunning um some of the some yeah. of the shots is like oh man i wish i'd got that shot because it's just just catching yeah. the light catching the silhouettes in certain beautiful ways just the tones um and that beautiful scene is sort of juxtaposed with you know the the, the events that are going on but um what's mm. so clever about this film and they're, they're, you know i'm going in from from a point of view where i haven't seen the original uh, i haven't read the book so a, a certain ignorance there um but it's the what, what's amazing is alongside all this you've got the generals um in particular um Ge- uh, general i think it's called general F- uh, friedrichs uh, his mm. is this bald big, arrogant um, general with a (laughs) moustache who basically spends the whole war in this, like, mansion. The Kaiser. Eating, eating, like, ridiculous food, um, just making, you know, literally in his ivory tower, looking Mm. down, 
making all the judgment calls, to, you know, explain what's going to happen. And, and it's, and it's horrific. They're not getting, you know, mm. the, the, the people in charge, not getting their hands dirty whatsoever, sending all these yeah. poor, innocent boys, literally sending them to their deaths. And, um, mm. What for me is most moving about this film? I mean, the great performances. Like I said, it's really well shot. Yeah. The action scenes are sensational. Genuine, genuine heart in your mouth stuff with some of the action scenes. Um, genuine horror and gore. The kind of gore in some places that you know you'd, yeah. you'd turn away from if it was in a, a horror film. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, no doubt true you know we're seeing true representation of the kind of things that would that that would happen um but i can't remember what was where i was heading to with that but um it's for me the mo- the thing that makes this film so special is that discomfort you feel as a viewer watching it and watching yeah. these boys get duped and like yeah. watching it just happen before your eyes and it's an unstoppable train and there's nothing you can do about it and you just want to sort of come back. And it shows, it's very much, it's such a well-done anti-war film because um, it sh- it's showing that there are not, you know, black and white sides to the war in yeah. terms of like, you know, you've got the allies, no, you've not got the allies, yeah, you've got the, the enemy. The- they're the innocent. Yeah, especially well. in this film, there's there's no like goodies and baddies. Although yeah. you know you you could you can there's an argument there, but because we're seeing it from their point of view, we're with them. We you know although like you know if we were there, we'd be on the opposing side. Sure. We don't want any of these characters to die. You know what I mean? I, we yeah, don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. To happen these characters, so it's it's gut wrenching, mm. and it's 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 one of those you know it makes you question your. Your beliefs, it makes you question your sort of morals, I suppose. Um well, all that sort of stuff, which well, I think is really interesting. And, and I think and I think we are capable now of like you know, you, with what's going on with Russia and Ukraine at the moment, you know, you're yeah. watching all these Russian soldiers, these young boys that are getting conscripted and sent to yeah. Ukraine by Russia. In an, and it, you know, there's a lot of parallels there. It's pretty much exactly the same thing going on. You know, yeah. the, the the people in charge sending them there, keep it, you know, not particularly getting their hands dirty, and you know, sending them to the deaths. It's not their fault. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's a very you know very interesting perspective of war on war. And I think it's you no, know, I think it's essential view. I really do think it's essential viewing. Uh, yeah, personally. yeah. Amazing. Um, what I really liked about it, as well, as well, you know, everything that you said, is there's there's that sort of like nail biting sense of like lack of urgency in it, yeah. but also, but then if you flip it on your head, there is a sense of urgency. We've got all the stuff happening on the train where they're trying to like um, they're, they're trying the to sort of agree terms, and the armistice mm. was happening, and they say, right, well, they're like, we'll we'll give you seventy two hours to 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 agree it. And they're like, well, how many people are going to die? How many of how many Germans? How many a, a, anyone is going to die in seventy two yeah. hours? And you're like, yeah, hurry up! And then like <laughs> they get down to it and they agree it and they go, right, okay, well, um, the armistice will begin at obviously eleven o'clock on the eleventh. Yeah. But this is like twelve hours before, and you're like, no, just stop. <laughs> Why yeah. don't you just do it now? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, you just oh my god, just just like get through this. Well, you know, hold I on had for another. 12 hours or whatever. Well, without going into too much detail about that last half an hour, I, mm. I mean, I, I had no idea that was coming. And I naively had mm. gone, you know, there's there's the celebrations almost, there's the jubilance, yeah. the kind of like, the, yeah. there's freedom, the wandering home uh, uh, and that. You're thinking, oh God, it's all over. But what, I know what's going to happen now. Is it going to show how, mm. they, how they get home and sort of reintegrate yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. It's like, no. And it completely sidelined me. It's you know, what's a yeah. blindsided, blindsided, blind, yeah, yeah, yeah. blindsided me. Um, that yeah. last sort of twenty five minutes or so, which it's, well, um, again, it's, without giving things away, I was sort of reading up in, about it, and it's like a lot of the um, on both sides, you know, allies and, and and the sort of Germans, a lot of um, sort of general, not generals, but like captains or whatever, they forged a lot of paperwork yeah. so that the a lot of soldiers technically you know it, it, the day of death was the 10th of november not the 11th of november because they uh, thought it's uh it, it's basically mm. a bit embarrassing you know what i mean if, yeah, if, they, if yeah, yeah. you know if they'd if they came back and said they died 
leading sure. up to the 11 o'clock or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of people actually, the day of death is, is wrong. Uh, yeah. But I think I, it's fascinating. And I, w- I will <laughs> say like, you know, there's, there's probably historians perhaps listening to us that are like laughing at us because of how like I t- certainly, my history knowledge yeah. is so poor and I don't know it. You know, I, I, I don't know. And for me, yeah. this, but it's for me, I'm genuinely like learning quite a bit from watching yeah. all this i still like loads and mm. loads of don't know but i do find it do find it fascinating yeah it's really worth really yeah worth watching the final thing i just want to mention is um the the sort of score and the music by mm. is volker bertelman i yeah. was like oh my god this is incredible it's yeah. so jarring and so like off-putting i suppose it's not your, your typical kind of like you know what you would expect this exciting sort of score to kind of go with the action it's got this really weird you know mm. almost like juxtaposes what's going on sometimes it's a bit it's a bit strange it's a bit random there's like there's one part where it's just like it's just snare drums just hitting but yeah. not in like a military way it's like almost like whoa i don't yeah. know it's really hard to explain but you need to listen to it it's 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 fascinating a really mm. really cool you know exciting score yeah. I, I think this film's going to de- it's definitely going to be nominated for um international film best foreign la- you know international film foreign language film I I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it actually gets nominated for best picture it's mm. it's sensational my my only criticism and this is just me being a little bit picky maybe it's a tad too long but uh, saying that and but, I thought that before I watched it I thought god this is going to be too long but I didn't notice it and I, I was gripped mm. and and mm. I I thought well, you know sometimes with a two and a half hour film it it it's not baggy. It's, <laughs> Lever's, it, it, Lever's going to have us for this because we're talking yeah, about. I know, I know, yeah, yeah. Been... <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but okay, then I will address Lever directly here. All right, I'm bothered about films that are too long when they are baggy, when they've got excess. Yeah, t- yeah. you know, they waste time too long. But this is not a baggy film. That two and a half year hours is utilized fully for my money. Yeah. Um, and. Okay. Um, I, I I was I was gripped the whole way. I really liked it, and 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 there was, but it wasn't you know it wasn't just pacey, but it, there were changes of pace. There was some really great bits that were really almost like um, real time. There's the bit you know the bit in the trench when he's there with the soldier yeah. with the other soldier. Oh, that's a harrowing <laughs> yeah, oh harrowing God. scene. I I was chopping yeah. onions at that bit. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Um, yeah, really pretty special film to be honest. If, if I'm perfectly honest, it's it's very nearly perfect i would say mm, yeah. um yeah really really great so with that said gregory would you say that all quiet on the western front is star wars a new hope or nope <laughs> star wars a new hope please i completely agree where can we see all quiet on the western front all quiet on the western front is available to watch on netflix now Okay then, so we we're finally here, Greg. We've, we've been waiting. We've been waiting so long. Um, Anola Holmes too is here. And actually, before I even get into talking about this film, is this the first uh, uh, franchise, let's say, mm. for the podcast? Where mm. whilst we've been doing the podcast, we've had the first film and a sequel. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. It's I mean, silly, excluding like a, Marvel, that doesn't quite count, I suppose. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have not seen Anola Holmes 2. Uh, I probably, well, depending on what you say about it, I might uh, might end up going to watch it. But yes, certainly the one, first one we've both spoken about, I think. I'm just going back now, looking for the first one. I, I was Holmes. trying to do this, trying to think if there was any, there's anything, else, maybe an animated film where we've got a sequel. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think so. So I rated the first Enola Holmes two stars, and I think this is why I've not, um, <laughs> I've I've not gone gone and uh, sort this out because I didn't. I found the first Enola Holmes a little bit difficult. I found it a little bit slow. Um, I don't know. Uh, can you remember what are you looking on your letterbox now to see what you put for the first? I, Enola I enjoyed. I enjoyed the first. I enjoyed the first Enola Holmes. I liked yeah. the. Uh, I liked the tone. I liked the sort of addresses to the camera. Mm. I, I just thought, you know, as as a sort of young, I suppose it was kind. It's kind, you know, based on a book, it was like that kind of like young adult type mm. thing, you know. Um, and I, I liked it. I thought it was quite refreshing. Can't say the same about this one though, unfortunately. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. So. Um, 
Now, a detective for hire, Enola Holmes, takes on her first official case to find a missing girl as the sparks of a dangerous conspiracy ignite a mystery that requires the help of friends and Sherlock himself to unravel. Okay, then. So, we've got Millie, Bo- uh, what's her name? Millie Bobby Brown is back as Enola Holmes. Mm. Henry Cavill is back as Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Louis Partridge is Tewksbury once again. Adil Akhtar, 12 bottles of bleach, please, uh, is back as Lestrade. Um, and then, obviously, we've got Helen Bonica popping up once again as, as uh, Eudoria Holmes, Enola's mum. And then a few other um, people popping up, um, you know, uh, rounding off the cast. Uh, David Thewlis is 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 in this as the sort of as a villainous oh. police officer, um, and a few others. Frank Frank Gallagher um, is that Frank Gallagher? David Thewlis is that? No, David Thewlis is. Um, oh, oh, uh, oh, I know. Uh, yeah, Lincoln yeah. From, you're Who's thinking a, of uh, what's am I called? David Threlfall. Threlfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always remember when like Shameless started, people were like, yeah. Oh my god, David Threlfall is quite a renowned actor and yeah. he's playing this like this really different character, this amazing you know, yeah. Frank this crazy Frank Gallagher, wow, wow. And then now it's like, Hey, that's Frank Gallagher <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. not really doing anything else. No. Hot fuzz, not much else. Oh you know yeah, of I mean? course. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm an actor. Uh anyway, <laughs> so here we are on Ola Holmes too. Um so sadly, for me, it's a pretty, you know, passionless sequel to, you know, a film I quite liked, um, mm. you know, like the first one. But it does that thing where we, we're, it does that thing that a lot of these kind of mysteries and things like that do, where yeah. they try and make this really kind of like big, extravagant plot with lots of twists and turns. Um, you know, it's really complicated, but that's the point. And it's like, and then they'll try and pull the rug from underneath you. But I think, like, really, making the plot so convoluted doesn't make, you know, a mystery film like this clever. It yeah. makes it less believable and ultimately hard to follow. I was like, what? Who's that? And then they're like, okay, so there's something about matches there's a girl who goes missing and then her sister comes to enola home and she's like enola holmes is like uh yeah um my sister's missing she was a match girl so yeah they make, they make matches in this factory so enola mm-hmm. holmes goes working in the factory and then it's something you know there's there's a there's a conspiracy going on with like the workers rights in this factory and then something to do with like chemicals in the matches and you're like what, like, what? <laughs> who thought this is like this is smart. It's not yeah. smart. They've just gone, let's try and make this dead complicated and like, we'll look ace. You don't. It's just stupid. It's okay. really daft. Yeah. Um, whilst they're doing it, they're trying to sort of like, um, they're trying to, uh, it's like a commentary on like female rights and things like that, which is fine. I'm all behind. Wonderful. You know, great. But they even take a character, <laughs> one of the characters in this film, uh, her name, let me find it, sorry. Her name is Sarah Chapman. And Sarah Chapman was one of the first sort of like big women's rights activists, activists in like, um, you know, whatever sort of time this is. She she started one of the first like women's unions. Um, and I'm like, so you've taken this really important, you know, mm. like, you know, yeah, really important person and sort of used her to make your film seem like, legit make your film you know give your film credibility it's a netflix action film Mm. i'm like oh that's for me that's real bad taste also everyone in this film is incredible at everything everyone is a great fighter everyone can is an escape artist everyone is an amazing horse horse rider a a brilliant swordsman and i'm i was just like yeah Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's not as quippy as the first one. There's not as much of as the sort of talking to camera, which I quite liked. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, David Thewlis is is fun in it. You know, he's he, chewing on the scenery. Henry Cavill is fine as Sherlock Holmes. He's a little bit on autopilot. You know, Millie Bobby Brown is is fine as an all home. She always sounds like she's got a cold. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's fine, and I fell asleep. Um, yes, I, I thought I've I fell seen. asleep. Right, I thought I fell asleep right at the end. Yes, and I said to Max, "So what happened?" And she tried to explain it. And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, did you not see?" I mean, there's you know, and they bring in two, basically the two other characters from. 
from Sherlock Holmes. Who they you know, who who the two other important characters from Sherlock Holmes that oh, they may what, bring into this film. What I, I I won't I'm I won't make any sound or comment when you say these characters. Go on, Greg. Watson. <coughs> oh. <that's>, <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Um, um, what's he called? Uh, his his brother. Um, uh, oh no, Mycroft. Mycroft was in the Mike, first one. It's Mycroft um, in the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, miss, maybe Mrs. Um, maybe a big. Oh no, no. Maybe a big. Uh, you know, maybe a big villain or something. Oh, uh, maybe oh, yeah. The biggest villain from Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um, what's he called? Yeah. Um, you know. Well, that, that what else? I want to that villain. Just to answer your question, Greg. That villain from Sherlock Holmes is called Moriarty. Moriarty. Not to say that they're in this. Not that they're in this film at all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a there's a nice, a really nice little bit at the end, just before the credits, yeah. um, which, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's a really nice, it's a nice little touch. But I'm like, you didn't need it in an old yeah. Holmes. It's not relevant to an old Holmes, but that's okay. fine. Um, so yeah, there you go. It ain't cool. good. Well, yeah. so much so, I would say, Gregory, that um, Enola Holmes is more Thor, Love and Thunder rather than Up and Under, which is a really, really good film about a rugby team from Yorkshire. It's great. I remember watching it. Um, cool. And you can see Enola Holmes too now on Netflix. Sugar, sugar. Choo, choo. All right, here we are at the Memento station. And I think it's a pretty obvious route, but nobody can blame us for taking this line. So, Gregory, would you like me to tell you where we're going? Uh, yeah, go on, tell me where we're going, David. Fantastic. So we are obviously taking the Carrie-Anne Moss from Memento station, and we are going to a mind-bending um, alternate reality I mean, is it alternate reality? Who knows? But we are taking uh, the Carry On Moss line down to 1999's groundbreaking The Matrix. Yes. And I'm pretty sure we haven't really properly spoken about no, the, Matrix, I don't think we have. the Matrix. Given The Matrix, it's full kind of mm. uh, the time it deserves on the podcast. I am definitely going to go back and watch it as well. Absolutely. There's a lot of, you know, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. Some of these movie trains. Um, you know, I've seen, so I don't really feel like I want to go back and watch them all the time. But I always want to watch the Matrix. It's bloody brilliant. My Absolutely. manager loves, like, loves the Matrix trilogy, mm. and thinks that the fourth Matrix film that came out last last Christmas that I I watched in like two sittings and absolutely hated. He thinks it's one of the best films oh ever my made. God, <laughs> and he's got a great like taste in films as well oh i was like God. really okay wow wonderful there we go okay then gregory where can we see the matrix the matrix is available on sky cinema and now tv now on the box Okay, then, Greg, what the hell is on the box for you this week? Well, I forgot this is coming. Uh, this was coming. And uh, I'm going to tune in more than anything, certainly to episode one, out of pure curiosity. So available from today, this this being Wednesday, on Disney Plus is the first episode of The uh, Santa Clauses. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Tim Allen. Um, and uh, we get he's back. Ser- he's back with a series. I don't know what on earth it's going to be like but i am very curious so i will be checking it out will you interesting no (laughs) probably not i mean yeah i'll let you know i won't do you think um steve uh so do you think martin short's going to be in it as jack frost oh maybe um what about um the uh is the step he doesn't need it anymore does he the stepdad what's called a weedy whistle no oh i can't remember what's he I was going to say, um, oh, let's find out. Oh, yeah, Judge Reinhold, um, 80s fame, Beverly Hills Cop. Anyway, I'm going to watch. Um, Sorry, yes, what are you going to watch? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get back to um, Andor 
because I've only watched one episode and I wasn't like thrilled by it, but I'm just hearing like incredible things. Um, Andy Serkis is in it, so yeah, playing okay. a, a different, doing two. He, he was uh, what was he in the the later trilogy, and he was the uh, Emperor thing, wasn't okay, he? What was yeah, it's called oh, Snoke. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. now he's in live action, um, and it's meant to be brilliant. So I'm going to watch that. But I'm also Friday night, eleven o'clock, film four. It's Taika Waititi's feature debut, Eagle versus Shark. It's oh, yeah. super weird, super dry, but it's been ages since I've seen it. So I might, I might pop that on record. Better than Love and, and Thunder. Uh, and, uh, it is better than Love and Thunder. Yes, correct. Um, it's a, it's an odd one. It's not for everyone, but it's okay. it's pretty good. Cool. Let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week. Lovely. And there we have it. What are you doing Saturday, Greg? Saturday, David. I'm seeing you, which I'm quite excited Woo-hoo! about. Um, yeah. Yeah, boy. It's something I keep forgetting it's happening, but yeah, we're going to see him. Black- <laughs> uh, we're going to see him Black Panther in the morning, and uh, then yep. you know, get some food and uh, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, lovely food, beers, lovely jubbling, belting. I'll actually, I'll book those tickets tonight. Actually, so uh, oh, just, yeah. I can't imagine it's going to sell out, but um, I will book them. That's wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be good. Really yeah, good. and that, I don't um, think I'm doing anything else really all weekend. What about you? Wonderful. Um, Friday, we tend to just have like the in-laws tend to come round on on Friday for a few hours uh, before the boys go to bed. So yeah, probably see them. Obviously, seeing you Saturday, and then we've got Stu and Katie coming round for a roast. They're supposed to come round a few weeks ago, but kids were ill as they always are. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's, cool. That that is that. Um, so maybe next week's episode might be a little bit of a drunken episode. Maybe. I can imagine there'll be some uh, some. Uh, recordings going on <laughs> any road um cool password this week of course is going to be um kit kat junkie <laughs> you'll leave it why in not now. fantastic <laughs> yeah that's what she said fantastic thank you everybody for listening you can um, still buy Greg a mic or buy us a beer uh, buy me a coffee.com pod. like the podcast share the podcast send us your reviews send us your thoughts we love hearing from you right rate the, the podcast tune, please the it would be tune. wonderful sing the theme tune um, yeah I think that about does it excellent in just about an hour pretty much beautiful okay see you then <laughs> see, you, see you Saturday bye bye see you in English bye. love you back